0: Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, bayonet in Gettysburg, mothman, TNT, factory, red eyes, low beam, Dog man, holler in the street, i typically skeptical of what I see, voodoo, hoodoo in New Orleans, thunderbird, swamp thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic show, typical, skeptic
1: show. Hey guys, welcome back to the typical Skeptic podcast uh, channel on YouTube and uh, it, you know remember to like, subscribe, all that stuff. I have a, a really interesting guest with me today. Um, I have with me a psychic um, a psychic medium. But also a remote viewer. And she does amazing work. She's worked with the law enforcement many a times. Um, Who I have with me is Liz Cross. She's um, a multi-generational psychic and mom to two boys. As a baby, she could telepathically communicate with her other babies and her parents. And by the age of four, she was participating in mother's seances. Um, her maternal grandmother also channeled spirits and would tell Liz about it when she was a very young child. Liz assumed everyone could do this until she got older and realized she possessed a unique relationship with spirit, which guided and protected her. As a young adult, she went to London to study law, and upon graduating, took a, took a job as the dispatcher for the London Metropolitan Police, aka Scotland Yard. She enjoyed this work so much that she stayed on for many years, learning how to. Excuse me, gather details about crimes as well as psychic evidence, which led her to later work on unsolved homicides to help crack homicide cases. She learned remote viewing from psychic teacher in London, now retired, who had trained under military reviewers in CRV controlled remote viewing. She taught Liz CRV and her own modifications of psychic remote viewing that Liz has further developed. And over recent years, Liz has begun sharing her talents with a broader audience. She trained under George D- Driesman for four years and now offers CTT, conscious transformation technique sessions for individuals and groups. Her specialty is mind probes based on the remote viewing techniques she's learned. She can tap into anything with consciousness and move the subject forward in re- time to report it back. These probes, okay, we're going to get more into this. I I know instead of reading her whole bio, I want to give her a warm welcome to the show because you guys get the gist. Um, Liz, thank you for joining me. How are you?
0: I'm very well. Thank you for having me. I
1: I want to get into I want to get into this conscious transformation technique. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I think we should attack that first, but um do you want to talk about your job working with the police at all like um and how you kind of uh, uh, like gradually honed in on your psychic abilities or were they always there?
0: So I was born this way. Uh they were always there however um I really didn't use them until probably fifteen years ago uh I used them sparingly, and uh around fifteen years ago, I just decided to go ahead and start doing readings uh but I've always known I've had the ability
1: yeah it's it's and like like you said in your, your like you said in your um in your in your bio, you were raised with it. It seems like like you were, you went to seances when you were young with your, your mother, your mother had seances. <laughs> yeah,
0: so, yeah. So my mom was also a very gifted psychic medium as well as my grandmother. And I do believe my great grandmother was as well. Um. Yes. Yeah, so my mother would hold seances when I was about four years old and I would sit in on her seances. That's really this, you know, the start of the work that I, I was learning how she was communicating with spirit. It was scary at four years old. It was kind of shocking. I didn't know what to expect. But uh, yeah, I used to sit in on my mom's seances a lot. So it was I want to ask
1: you because I, I tend to be a little bit skeptical, but I'm more of a believer. So this isn't like a hard question or anything it's like it's just like a inquisitive like do you really believe that spirit really exists then because i do like i mean and uh, what i was going to say is instead of that do you think uh, that uh, people skeptics might say well psychics they just are able to figure out the past and they're able to figure out this and that of knowing about people but then someone would have to ask well how would they know that You know, so like, it seems to me like spirit has to exist, but, and that makes me question all things about kind of reincarnation and stuff, but like, I'll just keep the question question simple. Do you truly believe then that spirit exists?
0: Absolutely. I mean, I talk to them every day. So yes, it, it, lots of spirits exist, lots of life forms and consciousness exist, you just have to figure out how to navigate around them. Uh, but certainly when, you know, loved ones have crossed over, uh, a lot of times I channel great thinkers that have crossed over like Einstein, uh, especially cause I do a lot of financial predictions on the YouTube channel, uh, you know, it's just uh, we channel or I channel Gan, who apparently was some great guy who could predict the markets. So definitely spirit.
1: Oh, guys, she's experiencing a storm right now, so she might be cutting out because I can't hear you right now. Are you still there?
0: Oh, yes. I'm so sorry. Yes. Just to make things uh, give it that extra ambiance. We're having a big storm right now and Lightning uh, is probably going to strike outside my window, so sorry about that. <laughs> it's
1: okay. I, I know we're doing. We'll deal with it. I, I mean, um, we're. Uh, I'm in Pittsburgh, which is weird. I don't know if you're near the East Coast or somewhere. I, you know, I, I know you work. With the police, you don't have to give away your location, but I'll just tell you, it's raining here too, but it's not as bad. Like we don't, we don't have thunder or lightning or anything yet, yet mm-hmm. tonight. But like, I, I say that I have other podcasts to do. So by the time, you know, I, I get into it, my other podcasts, I'm sure the lightning will be shutting me down for the night because that's what it'll do. It'll knock out the power. And that's just seems like how the luck of life goes in this matrix, yeah, whatever yeah. we're in. Right. <laughs>
0: absolutely absolutely that's how it goes we just work around it
1: yeah um so uh where were we at um we were talking about psychic ability Uh, we were talking about spirit like and and you were saying that you, you have to hone in on what spirit you're talking to right
0: yes i mean so you there's lots of different ways we can communicate and You know, a lot of times, well, as of late, I'm channeling aliens, which I'm not too fond of. I'll be perfectly honest. I know you guys like UFOs, but you're not, (laughs) you know, when you can't get rid of them, it's kind of a problem. Uh, But yeah, so channeling loved ones in spirit, you have to have all the groundwork and the protection in place uh, to make sure you're not channeling, you know, things from the dark and things that go bump in the night. But um, yeah, so there's definitely spirit out there. It's just that they don't have a physical body anymore to communicate with us. So they have dropped their physical body and crossed over, but they're still there. Uh, They just don't have vocal cords and a mouth and all the body parts that they need in order to transmit sound and talk freely how you and I are talking now. You know, it was real
1: interesting. I don't know how long you've been into like the esoteric stuff, but uh, you know, obviously I'm an art bell fan. I got his poster behind one, one, one year for the ghost to ghost show. He did ghost to ghost every year where people would call in and they would tell their ghost stories, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, but the one year he did this guy who he developed this technology called Spiritcom. OK, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he, he developed this stuff called Spiritcom, where he was actually said he was communicating with spirits. And like, I can't remember how he did it, but it was so interesting. Like you, he would he would say something and it was almost like getting an EVP, but it was more than that. Like the guy was having a conversation with like this. It sounded like an electronic voice, hmm. but it was that, you know, he was actually communicating the dead. I was wondering, did you ever hear this before?
0: No, I haven't, and I used to listen to Art Bell many moons ago. Uh, my mother and I, we would tune in. You know, of course, it was always on very late. So, no, I, I didn't hear that one. But listen, spirit communicate with us all the time. They just need a a mode, a, a way to do that communication. So they communicate through pendulums, they communicate through Ouija boards, they communicate through tarot cards through tuning forks. And then, of course, if you're a psychic medium, they then communicate and transmit the information to me, which I give it back out.
1: That's pretty amazing. Now, wh- I want to ask you this, like, wh- you, you said you're, you're actually channeling aliens, like, what would they be, greys or gray aliens? Or what would... What, what-
0: That's a good question. I don't actually know what they are. Um, There's so many aliens out there. I don't know. I I don't. I it's just what you know. Some of them are quite well known. So I'll I'll channel Bashar. Bashar. Uh, I also channel uh, Eradif. If you know who Eradif is, I don't actually know who started working with airdiff first but airdiff is actually quite tolerable um i you know it, i've channeled quite a few aliens and then i've even have my own uh alien that likes to come visit me called Kanit, and he likes to give a lot of good information but uh, you have to be careful with aliens aliens are often working for the dog so uh, you know don't get suckered in by the aliens and and trying to you know convert your mind and rob your consciousness
1: well no, that's I think that's you that's really interesting and I think we can go down this path because it's so interesting like wh- you, I, you cut out right when you I think you said the aliens are working for the dark side is that is that what you said
0: yes I, I'm so sorry it's really storming here um yes and so aliens. From what I have found, okay, so far in my experiences with aliens, they are definitely dark entities and they're working for the dark that's what i I I would doubt that
1: because like look at look at the abduction experiences that people uh deal with all the time you know like i mean some people are are traumatized they can't even work a normal job anymore they do it because they they literally have to but they go to work like i don't know if you've seen like some of the 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 physical like i I watched like a, a documentary on abductions you know and like some of these people they went through like horrible shit like they their bodies transformed they lost like 80 or 50 pounds something something insane you know they lost Mm -hmm. like weight and they were like they were like uh, looking like crap and they were feeling like crap because they, they were up yeah. all night because they're being taken and I, I don't know if that's an astral or etheric taking but somehow it has an effect on the physical or if it's a physical taking too. like I haven't figured that out yet I've talked to a lot of experiencers on my show and it seems to be a mix of both to be honest with you but I know mm-hmm. a lot of people were having those problems so I can't see that they wouldn't be anything positive if anything's coming to take you out of your house in the middle of the night against your permission how how could that be a good, how could that be a spiritual transformation?
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> Exactly. Right. That's a good way of putting it. You know, the, the problem with aliens is that medium, you know, when I'm channeling spirit, uh, spirit knows my boundaries. They know when to show up, when to leave. We thank one another. It's positive messages, things like that. The problem with aliens is they're so powerful energetically powerful uh just they're they're just they can do teleportation all of that things that we typically as humans cannot do so that's the first thing that is quite scary about them is how much power they have the second thing is they can abduct your uh consciousness right so that's ultimately what they like to do if you take a look at well-known remote viewers Courtney Brown and people that channel aliens on a very uh, Courtney Brown is a great example he's an excellent remote viewer however everything now that he views whether it's you know Uh, roman ruins or uh you know whatever it is a mountain or an ocean everything comes back and it has roots in alien uh alien uh history and that's a problem because that says to me that your consciousness has been so infiltrated by these aliens that's how powerful they are and ultimately, they can take over your consciousness. Given they also...
1: On what's going on, maybe. Is that what you mean? Like that they're that they're influencing his mind?
0: Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. So once you give them that open door and that free space to freely communicate with you as a psychic medium or as a remote viewer, they slowly erode your rational thinking and they will take over your consciousness right that's dark that's yeah. like a drug addiction that's like an alcohol addiction any kind of you know things that you get addicted to out there it's like oh this drink's not going to bother me but wait a minute i can't stop and then everything revolves around alcohol and it takes over your consciousness it's like it hijacks you and I find with aliens that's the same thing now the third thing that's bothersome about aliens as a psychic medium is the fact that they don't leave so you're channeling (laughs) spirits you know what I mean like you're channeling spirits you're you, you say thank you they leave they respect your boundaries aliens don't leave They want to pull your hair. They want to tug at your shirt, poke you in the middle of the night, pester you. And because they are not really bound by a physical body, they're like spirit. They can move their consciousness wherever they want to. And they don't leave. They don't leave. I have a lot of um, uh, videos about aliens on, on my YouTube channel that are really interesting. Some very interesting experiences. That I have encountered. One time, I was hit so hard with a blast of energy, it actually threw me in the back of my chair, and it was—it was, you know, it could have been very painful. So, well,
1: well, before we before we go any further, just tell people—is there easy? What's the name of your YouTube channel so we can get it out there for people?
0: Oh, thank you. Um, well, it's Psychic Liz Cross. That's all you have to look for: Psychic Liz Cross, or you can go to psychiclizcross.com. And you can find links to. Yeah, there was one time recently and and what happens is their their energy is so very powerful that they have to lower their energy in order to communicate with us as human beings. And the alien forgot to lower his energy. So when he sent me the information to give to the audience, um he actually hit me with such a blast of energy that I went flying back in my chair.
1: Wow. I mean
0: like pretty scary
1: <laughs> do you think that the uh the, the good ETs exist too the, like the Pleiadians or I, I guess when well, no, I think Bashar's a gray isn't he I'm not sure what he is I, I, I don't I don't follow him that much I, I like him but I just don't I don't follow channelings that much I'm not against it by any means yeah. I'm a believer I know my name's typical skeptic on YouTube but I'm more of a believer but I, I do have a little bit of skepticism to me but it's more open-minded it's like let's figure this out instead of not someone who's like a cynic, who's going to put down everything. That's, that's not a, a skeptic who puts down everything is a cynic, a skeptic, a real skeptic is someone who can accept things, and be open-minded. That's how I feel. What do you think?
0: Yeah, that's right. So there's a cynic and there's a skeptic and a cynic, you can't ever really change their mind. So there's no point, but I've actually, and I don't, I hope this doesn't come across as arrogant. But I just feel now that with all the information out there, it's healthy to be skeptical. But if you're like cynical, I just I'm not even going to bother arguing with cynics anymore. You know what I mean? It's like a waste of time.
1: Yeah, because they're never going to change their mind. they're, They're set in their ways and like. I have a lot of friends like that, and they just like it's it's like it's like talking to a brick wall. It's like you know you could show them proof and evidence, and you could say, "Hey, look at these Navy UFO videos," and um, you know, like, the, and they're like, "Oh, that was filmed on a potato can." You know, they'll just come up with or uh, they say they, they, yes. potato camera. They say because the Navy video are so bad, you know, like that they're mm-hmm. there for filmed on that. But anyway, regardless, but um, so. So do you not like to have contact with the aliens or do you do it just because or what? I mean, not just because, but you do it for clients or do they do they need that information or what? How does that work out?
0: That's a good question. So I basically just do it for entertainment. Um, I have a guy that interviews me a couple times a week, Mr. Robot. He's a very quirky character and he has a lot of information about a lot of different subjects. And so he guides me where I go and channeling and and he likes to do the channeling of aliens. Now, in saying that, you get a lot of information first, how the universe works, how the universe began, who sources, what is the role of source? What do we do once uh, humans ascend all the way up to the top? tier level and we actually go back to source we're almost like a battery pack for source we lose our identity and then our universe when once it's complete our universe then breaks off and forms a new universe with a new source and it starts all over again but we as humans actually do not migrate over into that new universal sphere we keep we remain the battery pack of the universe that we're currently in
1: oh wow that's so
0: interesting <laughs> but i got that from channeling aliens right and it actually correlates with a lot of uh theories uh what what we didn't know is how <clears throat> how many universes there are out there and when we asked there's actually you know millions of universes out there that have come before us we're just the current universe and we're working towards powering our universe so strongly that it then creates a new universe and we all connect with all the old universes and then we'll connect with the new universe and then they work on powering up that new universe it's quite profound the information you can get when you are channeling aliens because they I understand it.
1: Is, I'm so glad we did this there is a, there's a little intercession. like I just thought of this like because me, me and you weren't even supposed to meet initially. I, I remember I messaged George and then yeah. I think you they messaged me back someone messaged me back and recommended you and I was like, okay, that's cool and um and and I'm so happy because this is so interesting. I'm so. I'd like to have you back on in the future to talk Thank predictions you. and stuff. Do you do okay.
0: predictions? Oh, I do loads of predictions, <laughs> loads and loads and loads of predictions, and I put those out on uh, Patreon and YouTube as well. I do a lot of crypto, financial markets, world events, um, tapping into people all over the world, tapping into companies, tapping into different consciousness levels and i pull information and i make predictions i also use a style of remote viewing where i'll take uh when i'm tapping into a particular consciousness i'll then move that consciousness out into the future have them report feedback and that's how i get a lot of predictions as well
1: that's what we were going to get into this consciousness tapping like what is this and how did it? i mean because what I get, if it's based off of remote viewing, is it a technique that goes off of remote viewing? Is it different? Is that right?
0: Yes, it is. It is actually a lot of people are like, Oh, she's not doing remote viewing. I get a lot of haters <laughs> right from the remote viewing world, but actually I am doing remote viewing, but it's such an advanced technique of remote viewing that, and I've modified it and made it even stronger uh, since I've been doing this. So uh, it is a very advanced technique of remote viewing that actually isn't taught uh, anymore or not really taught. It's not widely available. So a lot of people are like, oh, no, it's not remote viewing, but it actually is remote viewing.
1: How does it work? Because like, I, OK, I think my audience, I've had Lynn Buchanan on my show, but I had him on oh. the beginning. Um, but th- I, I don't, I'm not sure, I'm sure my, my audience is familiar with the Farsight Institute and I know mm-hmm. they're, in. they have to be familiar with Ingo Swan and, yeah. um, and because they, you know, they know I watch Art Bell and they watch Art Bell and they, mm-hmm. they had to have heard these people, but just to explain, let's do controlled remote viewing first. Like I know what it is, but if you could tell the audience the difference between that and then what exactly you do, like if you could explain it.
0: So, yeah, no, that's a great question. And I love Lynn Buchanan. He's my hero. Um, I feel like
1: I'm, oh,
0: he is, he is. And, uh, you know, you all should check out Lynn Buchanan on YouTube. He's fantastic. He does all of his old work. Uh, You know, he's getting up there now and these guys aren't going to be around for much longer and they're starting to panic and really trying to push their information out there which is fantastic. I'm so appreciative as well as I'm sure everybody in the remote viewing community. So controlled remote viewing for a non-psychic is where you basically, uh, you you attach to a target or you find a target. So say somebody gives you a coordinate and the coordinate just hypothetically is ABC one, two, three. Then you go through your remote viewing Uh, you find the target sorry am i still here
1: yeah you're here now
0: okay and you find the target and then you grab the perceptions from the target and you go through this whole style of thing controlled remote viewing uh it's it takes a long time to learn to be very good at it now what i do as a psychic medium i do not have any difficulty hitting the target so I do not need double blinds, um, double blind targets, right? That's not my issue. That?
1: Can you tell the, the audience what you mean by that?
0: Yeah. So when somebody is tasking you and they give you the coordinates ABC one, two, three, the person who is issuing the task is blind and also say you were doing the remote viewing, you as a remote viewer would be totally blind to the target. So you have no idea what you are tapping into whatsoever. You have no idea. You have to go through the remote viewing protocols and you have to figure it out. Now, because as a natural psychic medium, I don't have those issues of connecting to the correct target because that all has to do with signal lines. I mean, this could go on for hours. I could talk about it for hours. So signal lines, where your signal lines land, which is your signal line is like your energy strand where you're connecting to the target, you're pulling information. Well, a lot of people have difficulty landing that signal line in the correct place. I don't have that difficulty. So therefore my targets do not have to be double blind. Also, I don't do papers anymore.
1: You don't do what?
0: Papers. So remote viewers love to, you know, you have to do the protocols and you have to do it on paper. I actually don't do that anymore. I find that's a complete waste of time. And so I do it live on camera or live on recording and I'm connecting to the targets and I'm reporting the feedback to the audience.
1: That's so interesting. You know what I wanted to ask you before we get into the esoteric stuff of pulling out someone's consciousness, I wanted to sidetrack for a second. So remind me to get back on the consciousness transformation technique and mind probes. I want to ask you about all that, but I want to ask you real quick about, like my psychic intuition has been kicking in lately. Like I, I have to ask you this. This is so interesting. Like, is there a way that we can, like we can, like we can, remote view sports betting games and oh yeah um, stock markets like i've had deborah on my show too she does the associate remote viewing um and that's kind of like a a different than control remote viewing she's explained it to me before but um is there an easier way just for people to like get like better results on like like find winning money like
0: yeah so there is um first of all you need to take a remote viewing course. Don't just watch a video online and think you're an expert remote viewer. That's not how it works. A lot of people are claiming to be experts now and they've only watched one video. Uh remote viewing is is an art form. And the more you do it, you should be getting better and better and better. Now, I personally do not like ARV which is associative remote viewing. I find it to be unreliable. I find it to be inaccurate and as a psychic medium, you tend to pick up both targets. So you'll have two targets teams, right? So let's just say, uh, I don't know, give me two teams.
1: The Bills and the Raiders. I just the up Bills those.
0: and the Raiders, okay. So one target will be representing the Bills and one target will represent the Raiders, right? And you'll have two different targets. So you could have a water bottle representing the Bills, and you could have a rubber band representing the Raiders, right? Now, I don't know what those targets are. I don't know what you're tasking me. You're just giving me the coordinate of ABC123. I'm going through, I'm doing remote viewing, and then I'm reporting what I get back. Now, it could be that I report back that well, this thing is brown and it's feels, you know, elastically elasticy. It, it stretches, it moves. Um, it's made of rubber, whatever. They're going to say, Oh, okay, well that matches target number two. So uh, whatever team we said, the Raiders must win that game. So that's how associative remote viewing works. Now as a psychic medium, I would go, well, It's a plastic and it holds water and it feels elastic and it's brown and it's this and it's that. So naturally, psychic mediums pick up on both targets. So that's why I feel personally that ARV for me is unreliable. Um, You can do a CRV session where you move out in time to find out who won the game. And you could sort of do it that way. Or you could do it. Uh, where you move out in time and you pick up on the emotions of that team
1: so that's what i'll tell you real quick that's what lynn said oh wait i hope i didn't move my mic when i was when i was when i had lynn on my show he told me he did it with like he he did like taste he was like i'll move mm-hmm. out into the future and i'll say you know if uh if the raiders win i'm gonna have pizza that night mm-hmm. or if the bills win i'm gonna have a pickle and then right. and then he goes said so he goes well, my mouth is tasting kind of sour, so I'm tasting a pickle. But I don't right. know how you can go through that process. I'm I'm trying to figure out where's where's the middle part that I'm missing on.
0: The middle part is the whole protocol. So you would have to okay. start with the ideogram, pulling perceptions, and then you would eventually work out your answer. Once you're finished with your session. You then do the big reveal, and you see your two targets, you score your paper, and you find out which, uh, which thing you picked up on was most aligned to either the rubber band or the bottle of water. It's a, a very long process, and that is why I do not do that anymore. It takes two okay. minutes to an hour. It's too time-consuming. I don't have that amount of time. So I actually, <clears throat> excuse me, what I do is I'll take, say, the commentator for the game, okay? And I'll tap into that person's mind. Most likely it's going to be a male, so I'm just going to use he. Um, And I will tap into that person's mind. Hello, have I got a good connection? Yeah, okay. Let's move to tomorrow. You reported on the game. Now tell me who won the game. The Raiders or the Bills? And they come back with an answer, and most of the time it's right.
1: You know what's so interesting about that? This is where I can tell my psychic senses are are getting better because – I naturally almost do that somewhat. Okay. I'm not saying I do it all the time because I'm not someone who can go out and give readings or anything like that. I don't claim to be a psychic at all. All I'm saying is ever since I started doing my podcast and I started researching things, mm-hmm. I've been meditating and I've been studying psi like just all different forms of it. Like my psychic intuitions kicked in for whatever reason. It could just be, mm-hmm. I, I'm my, my age is going, I'm 42. I don't, I don't know. But <laughs> You're so more, funny. But, but here's what's funny. Like, I watched the UFC, right? That Ultimate Fighting chick, Where the you know they're fighting, and um, yeah, I'll I'll be able to tell. I know I know the sport well because I do, used to do martial arts and stuff. So I I can tap into the emotions, like you said, of the broadcaster, or I'll be able to tap into like a post-fighter interview, if that yeah. makes sense. Because they always interview yeah. fighters afterwards. Like I can sometimes see. I can't do it all the time. But sometimes I can see that. So that you're saying that's a good way to do this.
0: I think so. I think tapping on or tapping into their emotional state, you know, post the game is going to really tell you.
1: Sorry, go ahead. I'm so sorry.
0: No, no, no. It's okay. I get
1: excited when I talk about things.
0: I I, 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 got to
1: stop doing that. I'm so sorry.
0: It doesn't matter to me. Don't worry. I'm going on channeling Eric next week. And apparently she interrupts everybody. mm
1: -hmm. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry.
0: No, it's fine.
1: How do we strengthen our psychic muscles? Like, is it possible to get more intuitive than I already am?
0: Yes. Okay. So now we're going to move into the CTT, which is what you guys heard, George Duisman on Coast to Coast.
1: That's what I heard, yeah. That yes. Is, is, is,
0: so the CTT stands for Consciousness Transformation Techniques. And George Duisman is the inventor and creator of the CTT. It's a combination of past life and tapping uh, modalities, and it's extremely extreme. You cut out. Uh, it's extremely effective. Can you hear me? Okay, sorry, it's I lightning. Can hear bolt. you now. You- <laughs> sorry, the lightning bolts are are flying down around me.
1: That's all right. It just adds for ambiance. This is a great podcast, so we're doing fine.
0: <laughs> Thank you. So, um, so the CTT. When I first discovered it, I was recommended by a friend of mine to go do a session with George Duisman, who was, uh, who is, rather, uh, he was sitting in his Zoom room all day, and people would just show up and do sessions, and I showed up every day, just about every day for almost four years, and we did a lot of work together, we did a lot of What I will tell you is when I first showed up to do a session with George, I was more medium than psychic because psychic and medium are two separate abilities, right? Medium is channeling through your third eye, talking to spirits, psychic is getting thoughts, feelings, emotions, and all of that in. Now, I knew I could do that, and I did use that occasionally. And if you're a good remote viewer, that's where you're tapping in. You're not so much tapping in on the mediumship side of things. You're tapping in on the psychic side of things. But I did a a session. I wasn't so much a psychic when I first uh, went to George, even though I knew I had the ability. And probably, you know, five sessions later, my abilities went pow and, that my abilities were getting stronger uh i was becoming more and more psychic i was having more and more consciousness breakthroughs and in all you know because i decided i was going to become a ctt practitioner and i am the only ctt practitioner in the world that can tune in for anybody on the planet right There are two other CTT practitioners out there, but they cannot tune in on your behalf. CTT is limited because you do have to have that ability to tune in uh, psychically. If you don't have that ability, then you're going to have to need someone like me. But anyway, so after 250 sessions with George that I did for myself, my abilities have grown exponentially. And he actually had people always quotes as an example or uses as an uses as an example is a a guy that came through who did know a little bit about remote viewing. He did 30 rapid fire sessions in 30 days. And George said he was remote viewing better than anybody on the planet. So CTT can expand your consciousness and definitely open up your psychic abilities.
1: That's so interesting. And what do you, like, what exactly are you doing? You're you're pulling, you're, you're, can you explain it more? Like, how do you, what do you, what's the technique that you're doing?
0: Excuse me. Uh, So what it is, is oftentimes we have these abilities available to us, but for blockages, So for whatever reason, our soul does not want us to be able to access these events. And you'll often find that the reasons are steeped in past life traumas. So you have to visit, you know, through your past lives. And then we use a tapping technique in order to remove the traumatic event. You're then, you know, taking away that dark energy from your soul You're picking up your piece of soul puzzle that you dropped on the timeline, and you're re—you know—you're putting that back into your being. And when we keep putting those puzzles back into our being, we then open up our abilities exponentially.
1: Yeah, I would agree. That's so interesting. So, for a regular guy who's coming into a little bit of psychic ability, not medium. I don't. I've never seen a spirit in my life. Like but would you recommend that that would be the thing that would probably interest me the most, the consciousness transformation technique?
0: I mean, certainly Um, that's how I know to expand on your abilities. Now, for you- you would be very good at tarot cards have you tried tarot cards
1: i have a de- i have a couple of decks here i have a i have a rider weight and then i have another deck too i was i got into it but then i i got lazy and i didn't want to look up all the definitions but I oh
0: come on
1: it's, it's weird. <laughs> well I'm, I'm so into my podcast in yeah. my life but sorry but like what i'm trying to say is um i i uh I, I feel a resonance with the cards like it's almost yeah. like a knowing like when I do the cards and I deal them out I almost kind of get an idea of what that card's going to mean so it's almost it, yeah. it's not clear then when, when I look it up I get the confirmation is that kind of right that's right
0: yeah that's exactly right so I'm not into tarot cards but as I was as I'm sitting here talking to you I do have who is a loved one in spirit. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, I feel he could be a grandfather.
1: You mean to me? Are You cut out. Sorry.
0: Yes, for you. A, 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 a grandfather. Um, is your father still on the earth plane?
1: No. That's weird that you said that because I've done past life regressions where... I have lived my grandfather's life I feel like like I mm-hmm. I put him on my channel. You know, um I it's weird like and then another psychic told me that my grandfather watches over me too. Yeah. Not so the first one that's told me this.
0: Yeah, yeah, I have a man standing here. Now has your father passed?
1: He died of cancer yeah, when I was 21.
0: Oh, okay. But this is your grandfather. I'm saying, where's your father? Now stepping forward. Um, he feels bad about his passing and he wants to say he's sorry. I'm saying, but don't feel bad about your passing. There's nothing you can do about that, but he does feel sad that he passed. So please offer him some forgiveness as and when you can um, in your heart. Now, your grandfather is always with you. He has a very strong connection to you. He is always watching over you. You want to hear something
1: weird? We look exactly alike. Like, my yeah, there's a can. picture of my grandfather and mm-hmm. he's in a World War, he's like in his World War II uniform, mm-hmm. and he looks exactly like me. It's like picture. It's is that something with the soul that it imprints on the physical?
0: That yes, yes. That's that's amazing. Woody. I don't feel like you were him, but I do feel like you were his father. So your great grandfather, his father that's
1: who you were in a previous life oh wow and do we uh, that's so weird because i had during my past life regression i past life regressed to like a place in the middle east which is like we're we have lebanese heritage like my dad was in the vietnam war so we're very american my grandfather was in world war ii but his dad my great-great-grandfather or no my great-grandfather yeah, that's who that be. He came from Lebanon back when Ellis Island, back in like the 1920s or yeah, I don't even know when, maybe the, I, maybe the early, late 18, not, not early, obviously. When, when Whenever it was big to come to Ellis Island, that's when they came. Like, you know, I can't, I can't remember. I would guess if my grandfather was in World War II, they must've came. Uh, well, I just I just saw so something. I'm going to have to watch this over again. I thought I saw a, a spirit go behind me
0: something definitely just went behind you
1: oh my god
0: that and i fre- heard a noise
1: that freaked me the hell out i I, I <laughs> wow Do you don't think that was my do you think that was like something can you pick up anything on that yes
0: that's they're making their presence known to you um
1: oh yes. my god it's all real I, i'm like it's all real <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you're the skeptic
1: <laughs> it really is real like it's like it's like oh my god Did
0: you hear I, that noise it made a noise it like banged uh, against your cabinet there
1: are you oh my god i didn't i didn't even i, I, I wow i'm like so uh this is yeah
0: <laughs> They're trying to make their presence known. That happens a lot. You must ground and protect yourself all the time. So, how do you do that? You need to wrap tree roots around your ankles, pulling you down to the earth's core. And you need to then bring source light from source over the top of you, coming down from the heaven and. Oh,
1: you cut out.
0: And wrapping yourself in that white light bubble
1: but do we do that with getting sunlight because i know that like no talk about sun gazing
0: you know no you have to bring that etheric white light down from source in order to protect your being and you need to do that because you're doing these shows obviously they found a way to come and connect you know with you and me tonight uh, you know, they want to make their presence known. They actually want me to engage with them in conversation. But something definitely was behind you. And something did bang against that wood.
1: I can see like if I look at that wood right now where that poster is, that Craig, the nice guy Craig Campabasso on but 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 i uh I almost see like a, an imprint of a body right now, like I don't know if people can see that, like I see like underneath the poster, I see like an imprint yeah
0: underneath the poster, yeah, it looks like there's me, like an imprint
1: of like something like like going like this,
0: yeah there's there's something there which is like causing for us, and it's moving now, right, so now what was that? it was moving up the door, what was that banging?
1: I, I'm not sure. Like the,
0: That was the banging again. So as we're looking at it, it's like looking very pixelated. That is definitely where the spirit is. I can see the head just sort of in between the two doors right there. And um, it's sort of that, yes, there is a, someone standing there.
1: Wow. That's trippy. That's, that's wild. That's so wild.
0: Because yeah. if you look at the rest of your screen. Okay, the other things behind nothing moving, but there is definitely an energy thing, and it's definitely moving there it's uh we can see it
1: well let me ask you this, do you think that could cause the lights to flicker?
0: Oh, spirit can cause lights to flicker, yes.
1: Because I've been having that problem lately, like my lights have been flickering, and I was wondering if it was something attached to this house, because we just moved in here recently, and I was like, is there a spirit here, or is there like a a problem with the lights, or what?
0: There's no spirit there. It's a lady. She's female.
1: Oh, my God. Do you know, can you tell me anything else?
0: Um... I feel like she didn't actually live in the house, but she was certainly attached to the land. And she was also a very religious lady. And I'm saying to her, why didn't you cross over? And she's like, well, because I like to be here on earth. Do you live in the spirit world? She lives in like ghost form and she uh, is attached to your land where your house is built. She's harmless. She's not going to bother you. And she's like, please don't tell him to ask me to leave. But if you did want to do a cleansing around the house, then I would recommend some white sage, burning some white sage and doing some smudging around your home.
1: Wow. Wow. So do you think that was her? Do you think that was my grandfather? You don't know.
0: No, that wasn't your grandfather and that wasn't her. That was just a spirit coming in that wants to be heard. And spoke. he wants me to engage in conversation. That's another uh, hazard of the the job of being a psychic medium. You get lots of spirits turning up that want to be noticed, want to engage in conversation. But yeah, going they're back they're
1: to you, to me now from you,
0: <laughs> yeah, because probably with your abilities, because you are quite psychic, at, you do have that ability there. You just don't tend to open it up and explore and use it very much. Um, but as you were talking about using tarot cards. Uh, that was spirit sort of giving it that knock that we heard. And we heard that twice, actually, um, giving you that knock like that. And I believe it probably wants to talk to you through your tarot cards. Oh, wow. So that's that's what happens where, you know, they don't have a body to communicate with. So therefore they communicate through tools or they communicate through someone like me. So there you go. There's your confirmation. Now your grandfather, sorry, your great grandfather, I feel were you born? I feel your great-grandfather, when did you come to America? I feel like it was around 1910.
1: Oh, okay. That's interesting. That's probably exactly right.
0: Um, around that time. Uh, just remember, spirits are not bound by space and time. So they have no concept of like years. And that that's, that's another reason you want to do remote viewing as well, because you're controlling the flow of information. You're telling spirit, I want to look at an event that took place at uh, this date, this time, and uh, this, you know, this region or this area. And that's where you're pulling that information. If you just don't put time limits and boundaries in, they'll just talk all day about whatever. And so you're not getting clear, concise information. And that's why I ended up doing remote viewing when I was working on homicide cases, because I can't send these detectives on a wild goose chase, right? So I've got to be able to narrow down what happened to the victim on this day, at this time, between this time and that time, and then what happened. So so that's where rem- I used remote viewing. That's why I learned how to remote view because I was working on homicide cases.
1: Wow, that's so cool. I mean, dude, I I'd love to have you back on the show. I mean, whatever <laughs> yeah. we did, you're fun to have on. I mean, I I really could talk to you forever. I mean, is I'm trying to think. Oh, I wanted to ask you what. Um, mind probes are that because i saw that on your channel i did see your youtube channel i was looking over it. you have a really cool intro and i was watching i started watching a mind probe of one person but i had like three shows today so i had to prepare <laughs> but, but it, it, it seems so interesting what is that mind probes
0: so that's a style of remote viewing that i use where i can actually probe anybody's mind or any of uh, any consciousness so even if it's not Attached to a physical body doesn't mean that it doesn't hold consciousness, like water holds consciousness, Um, you know, by entity, like if I'm going to probe Tesla, or Apple, or Microsoft, or, you know. Uh, the cup that bill gates drank out of i can probe it and and pick up information about bill gates so just because it's not in a physical body does not mean that it doesn't have a consciousness consciousness exists wherever there's energy
1: that's so interesting so how, can you go a little bit further like so what what technique do you use for that is it just a, is it a, a more mental thing or do you use yeah. like protocols too uh
0: well yeah I, I i there is a protocol to it but i'm just so used to doing it i don't even think about the protocols it's like i automatically do them
1: i mean can um, you get i mean obviously you can get that psychic but like w- when you first opened up your psychic abilities were you this good or did it take time to get like this obviously oh, it
0: took it. a long time <laughs> it took a long time like when i first started out um, I was channeling my uncle who had passed and I. Uh, it took me a long time. But the more you do it, the better you get.
1: Is there a right? way that we can, if, if we're a little bit psychic, is there a way that we can open ourselves up to the spirit world if we want to?
0: Uh, well, you can open up yourself to the spirit world even if you're not psychic. But it's dangerous. I mean, you have to, you know, you have to have a mindful connections as in you know you need to be mindful of you've got to ground and protect yourself every single time when you're opening or you're closing if you want spirit to send you a sign they'll send you a sign right they will just like your mates you know standing by your sort of moved a bit now but just like your mate that was standing behind you Uh, you know, spirit showing you a sign, you just have to make sure that you are grounded and protected, and you're only accepting things in from the white light.
1: Okay, I see, because it can be dangerous.
0: Oh, yeah, you don't want to mess around with the dark. Oh, my God.
1: I know, because I've messed around with witchcraft and it's backfired on me.
0: (laughs) Oh, God, you don't ever want to mess around with the dark. Oh, but, you know,
1: no. but I, did, I, I didn't I did do anything. I'm not like someone who's going to, you, know, uh, 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 you know, do a demon thing or something like that. I, I messed around with sigils and I feel like it backfired on me because it cost me a job. I mean, like, I'll, I'll just put it at that. And that isn't that bad enough, right? Like, that's bad yeah, enough. Yeah, that's bad but, enough. But that could have, in the long run, you could say, you could also say that maybe I wasn't meant for that job, but I was doing pretty damn good. You know, it was like a sales job you know, and I'll tell, I've told this story on my podcast before, like, but it, I mean, since we're, we're having such a good conversation, I'll tell you real quick. I'll, yes, please. Okay. So I was, I was doing phone sales. Okay. I, Cause I was, I, I was a mortgage broker, but I, I wasn't able to find like the greatest to work lately. Like, you know, so I was kind of going from job to job or whatever, you know? So uh, I I ended up in phone sales and I, I, uh, I wanted to have a, a, you know, a day where I killed it, where I, where I just like, did did everything so i remember you know I was at that time i was learning a little bit about magic and i thought i wasn't i didn't know anything yet i didn't know anything so i'm doing the sigil and i'm like you know i'm like i just want to really like just burn the competition and do good and you know like and i'm putting so much intent into this you know and i can't even remember if i if i activated it or or if i just kind of drove that much intent into it but like the next day I went to work and I just destroyed like I I I think I sold like eight phones and 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 out and, and, uh, and then I sold two um two other things too that weren't like phone connected, but they were worth more money. So so yeah. I had a killer day. Well then the next day, like um after that like something bad happened with the financials and I got blamed for it. Okay. And oh, trust man. me, it wasn't like, you no, know, they'd take them. It was like a customer forgot to pay or something or they, you know, like, and um. but this, it was, it was this weird situation because this girl had told me that she, uh, this girl told me that she she had taken his money so it was like a weird thing that transpired in my mind that was like that wasn't supposed to happen like that like it was almost like bad magic going bad like because like it was just kind of like you ever like have one of those situations in your head where like it's kind of like that didn't just happen it was it was wasn't real something wasn't right about that and then I started thinking matrix type things because I think in the matrix And, so I'm thinking about that now but back then I didn't know what the hell was going on. You know, I was like, just new to magic. But like, do you think that's the magic backfire?
0: Yeah, I do. I think it's also a lesson for you to not dabble in any of that stuff, right? Yeah. Well, so I think that you were very well protected um, by spirit, by your grandfather, certainly. And they had to teach you a lesson. And I think that was your wake up call
1: that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That could be that. that that's definitely it. I, I never looked at it like that.
0: Yeah. We, uh, we get all sorts of wake up calls, you know, we, uh, think that things are so terrible in our lives and why did that happen? But actually it's spirit's way of protecting us. So I think that was spirit's way of protecting you.
1: Yeah. Uh, definitely, I I I, I I I take it as that now. I I, I I I totally agree. um Was there anything else that we you want to go over that we didn't cover? Any like t- like service? Do you want to tell the audience like what services you offer and how they can get a hold of you?
0: Oh well, thank you. I mean,
1: <laughs> also, would you, <laughs> you want to come back on the show and do another uh, show?
0: I would love to. I would love to do one where you pull a tarot card and you tell us what you get, because I know that you would be just a high-flying tarot card reader. So that's what uh, is so interesting about you. And see, because you're psychic, like you said, and you're not a medium, therefore you have to have a tool to relay the information. So spirit has to give you the information through that tool. That tool just happens to be your tarot card. So you need to really, you know, work with your deck. Your deck has a consciousness. You need to talk to the deck. You need to, you know, treat it very nicely, probably carry it with you wherever you go and form this alignment to your tarot card deck. And the more you do that, the more receptive your tarot card deck is going to be. Uh, So that would be great, too. Uh, If you want a reading with me, please go to PsychicLizCross.com. I do a one-question reading. I do a three-question reading. Then we do the full hour. And then, of course, then we do uh, consciousness transformation techniques, which it will knock your socks off, I have to say. Uh, Unfortunately for George Dewisman. Four days after he went on the Coast to Coast uh, radio show, he was diagnosed with stage four liver cancer and he does not have very long left to live. So he, I'm carrying the torch for him. And uh, yeah, so it's a very sad situation about the creator of the CTT, but like, I believe that you now have to migrate over to the other side so you can help CTT grow. And he's quite receptive to that idea.
1: No, oh, man. Well, send him my best. I
0: feel really I will. Bad. I will. He's a really wonderful, pure-hearted man. He is so incredibly pure. He is the, one of the kindest people I have ever met. He is just, he does anything for anybody. And it's, you know, it's a shame. But unfortunately you know the body is failing i have done ctt for him i've gone into his soul and his soul says hey liz you know i'm so sorry but i'm ready to check out of here i'm tired and i'm ready to go and when the soul is ready to go there's nothing you can do about that
1: yeah yeah because that's 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 the soul's experience right
0: Then I mean, you know, George is not young. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's in his seventies, you know? And uh, I think that he's needed on the other side to help the CTT grow. And I do run private CTT groups. Uh, You know, if you are interested in joining the CTT groups, then please uh, drop me a line, go to psychiclizcross.com. They're free. Uh, Just, you know, and I'll try to send you the link and we will go from there and you can join our CTT groups. I mean, we do a lot of amazing work now, but that's not going to be the powerhouse stuff. That's just the surface stuff. The powerhouse stuff of CTT is the past life regression.
1: Okay. Because that that's where you get the most access to the soul. Right. And the
0: Exactly. Yeah, you must be psychic <laughs> you're so much fun and I was just looking here how many shows you have done what show number are you on you are like a, a little podcast factory I mean what show is this what number is this
1: <laughs> well let me just put it this way I had four I had to record tonight and then one of them was live at 9 o'clock I have one that's live tonight at 9 o'clock so it's 8 o'clock here now I'm in Pittsburgh Pennsylvania that's where I live but I, I had I had four that I would record. I would one at six, seven, nine, and the ten The four after recording oh right. and, and then, but I have to record but I like doing it. I want to build my brand and I want to um, I like doing this and you know I, I mean if yeah. I don't if I can't do it for a living that's fine, but I mean I'd like to get to that but I mean, also, I want to explore these mysteries and esoteric. I love like learning stuff like this. That, that's what got me doing this. It's it's not about the money, but it is no. it's, it's in a certain way because I want to like better my situation and I want to get out of like you know um, working a nine to five job. You know what I mean? I'm just going to be honest because a lot of people say they're not well no i would obviously love that you know what i mean but mm-hmm. um it, it's also about the wisdom and the esoteric knowledge like but it's always going to be about that it has to be otherwise i wouldn't do it you know i'd go do an mma podcast because i know about martial arts so i would do <laughs> you know like i would you know I, yeah. that's why i do this because i so i figure if i can make what i love
0: mm-hmm. then, like
1: you know then it it works for me and you know, and it'll show in my work too, because if you watch one of my interviews, I'm totally into it. Like I don't know.
0: You are, you are. And you know, spirit has brought you to this for a reason and it's very nourishing for your soul and you are fulfilling your soul mission. Your problem is throughout your past lives. You've always been psychic. You just never access to utilize that ability so I think in this lifetime, the podcast is actually the facilitator to bring you into that sphere. Now, that's the, what I'm picking up from your soul. And that's how I see it. I think probably uh, just a few years from now, you will be an excellent tarot card reader. You will be doing readings for people. You will be doing podcast shows where you are picking up on different targets around the world and you are taking information from those targets through your tarot cards. You must, must, must get back into practice with those tarot cards. That's what I see for you.
1: Wow, thank you. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. And thank you. And if you ever want to do a live show for your listeners where I'm just doing readings for people on the spot that call in, we can most certainly do that. I love doing that. It's my favorite thing.
1: Yeah, I'm, I want to make sure I have a big enough audience. I think I do. I, I don't know. Do. It's, it, it depends on the show and stuff. Like, I, I'd have to like, kind of rally the troops, too. Like, I'd have to put a notice out because I wouldn't want it to like, start a show and then, it, like, people not call in or something like that. I oh, would not sure worry. Was, I would want to <laughs> make sure it was set up right first. Like, you yeah. know which i think i can i you know i know enough of my subscribers that would just might all be interested in that like you know like eight or ten people to start a show that like might, might all well that's all we only need like three or four to call in or five Yeah, that's
0: all you need i mean yeah. you'll be surprised how much time it takes when you're answering questions but uh if you did it live on youtube i'm sure they would find us highly entertaining
1: yeah we, we should we should talk about that i'll i'll, I'll email Absolutely. you when we're done or when we're Great. you know tomorrow probably when i when i'm done with all these shows today and uh well, we can figure it out yeah
0: yeah awesome well thank you so much rob i really appreciate this opportunity and your kindness and questions and thank you for all the work that you do oh
1: so thank th- you you're awesome I, i'd love to learn well, from you. you and uh and thank and uh i going to keep having you on and um And thank you so much. And I'll send you a link when I post it.
0: Great. Well, I look forward to it. And it was lovely to meet you. And I hope to hear from you again soon.
1: All right. Talk soon.
0: Yeah. And don't forget, white light around your room there. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Bye, lovey. Bye. Thank you.